Cool. All right. So uh, last week, we had so much follow-up that we had to divide last week's follow-up into two. So today is last week's follow-up to Electric Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> and all of the follow-up comes from one person, friend of the show, Jordan Christensen. Um, and he sent us um, a regular a regular census of questions, and we're going to go through and answer as many of them as we possibly can um, right now. So yeah. here we go. Let's look at those. Sweet. Um, want me to read off the first one? Yes. So first question, how long can erva machi last unrefrigerated? Uh, depends. Depends on when you got it. Um, technically it lasts forever. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it'll, 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 you know, <laughs> rot and disintegrate eventually turn uh, into d- 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 dirt. Right. But uh, down the, down the if you line. mean, if you, if you mean like how long will it stay fresh? Um, if it is vacuum sealed, it will stay fresh for roughly two years. It'll stay yeah. very fresh for one year. And then the second year, the freshness will start to decline really quickly. So at the end of the two years, it's not great. We've talked, kind of talked about this before, you know, about one and a half years into its life cycle, it's starting to get a little long in the tooth. I personally wouldn't buy a sealed brick that was older than a year and a half into yeah. its life cycle. But so, yeah, so as long as you don't break the seal, it's fine. It, yeah, it, it it's will totally last good. for a while. If you were talking about <laughs> once you've opened the brick or if you buy not vacuum sealed, unrefrigerated the ticking time bomb yeah i mean if you kept it if you if um if you kept it out of the sun and restricted its air contact as much as possible you can probably get a good i don't know six weeks yeah i think so six weeks two months tops i would think um, if it also kind of de- that's the thing, it also depends on the brand. Some brands I feel like just stay fresher longer. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it's just all in my head. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I wouldn't keep it for more than a for more than a couple of months unrefrigerated. Yeah. I would try to go through it really quick. Um, Agreed. But your mileage may vary. How long can <laughs> it last in the freezer? That, you know, it's hard to say because I have never had a kilo of match, of erva match. I've never had one for longer than like two months. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never, if, I don't know if I, if it's open, I'm drinking it regularly. Yeah, I go through it pretty quick as well. So, but I mean, uh, just, I would, I would say it's probably, you'll probably get six months easily. Mm-hmm. I bet... I bet you could get a year if you kept it in like a Tupperware or in like an airtight Ziploc. Um, and same thing, you know, keep it out of the sun if you're when you're not drinking it. Obviously, I mean, if it's in the freezer, it's not in the sun anyway. But yeah, I, I would say you could you could probably get a year out of it if you started with fresh erva to begin with. Yeah, if it was just like straight off, straight off the shelf, just straight out of the factory. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean. You, I, I just wouldn't try to. I wouldn't recommend trying to store opened much 
for very long anyway just just drink it Not just any. drink it if you're going to store erva just just buy the, the vacuum sealed bricks and then just you know cycle them out within a year or two it's 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 not like it's not like canned goods you can't really store them for like five ten years sorry <laughs> i wish it were the case but yeah it's just yeah it's too many volatile compounds so yeah uh next question um do we know which style of sherba most closely resembles the original native way of preparing it uh, uh no no I, I have no clue Sorry, <laughs> I would assume it would be Brazilian because they drink it fresh, and I feel like the natives wouldn't waste time with just storing it. Like I feel like they would just harvest it and then just get right to drinking it. Yeah, I don't know. I would say, I would say like Metamach twenty three because it's. I I also feel like the natives didn't spend a whole lot of time just sitting and grinding it into a powder. No, like Brazilian. Where, but I do think you know it was they they drank it pretty green like fresh off the tree they just kind of dry it you right. know with the fire maybe real quick I actually I I mean I have heard that like that's how like the Guarani would would like kind of dry it they would dry it over the fire so but yeah that's what what would be my guess like a combination of kind of like twenty three um, any sort of like kind of the Brazilian side of things pretty fresh pretty green but it's still pretty leafy yeah I I I really doubt that the the natives back in the day. I mean, it's. I guess. I guess you know, any, anything's possible. But I know if I was a native, drinking a leaf, a tree leaf drink, I wouldn't spend a lot of time smashing it into a powder if it like was working pretty well, just kind of ripping it up into leaves. And I, I think I feel like I've even read that like they would just like kind of pick the leaves off, dry them in the sun, or like dry them over the fire, and then just kind of crumple them up. But yeah, so sorry, don't really know. Um, next question: Do we know of any interesting stories and legends about mate? Uh. I don't really know any urban legends about mate other than just like the historical accounts of like the explorers finding the natives drinking a weird leafy drink and then them saying, hmm, what is this? That's pretty much the only story I know about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really know anything either. We could make one up. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah we could. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have, a, I have a feeling that's not what you want to hear. So sorry. No, I, I don't know. Any um, urban legends? I'm sure there are, but I don't know any off the if, top of my head. If some, if any listener knows of any urban legend or s- cool story, shoot us an email. Let us know. Yep, mateguys at gmail.com. Um, all right, next question. What are our personal favorite yerbers in each style, i.e. Paraguayo, Uruguayo, etc.? Um, <laughs> why don't you go first, Clark? Um, okay, I'll just... Um, Paraguayan would probably be curupi. Uruguayan, which curupi? Um, menta y boldo. Okay. Um, Uruguayo probably del Salvador. Brazilian, metamate, and then what's the other one? Which metamate? Oh, metamate, like their traditional, really smoked, fine stuff. So the the moida fina. The moida fina. Okay. Yes. Um and Argentine probably La Tranquera. I really like it. Okay. So you have a favorite American or not? No. No. Not really. Okay. I Fair like enough. the Guayaki bottle drinks. Nah, that's about it. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, Paraguay show. Uh, my favorite Paraguay show. I feel like changes between La Rubia and Curupi Cumpoita Especial, which is the one you said. Um, I feel like it's a tie between those. 
Although, I don't know, because I really like Selecta too. But I don't know. If I, at the end of the day, it's it's between one of those. I don't think I could choose between La Rubia and Curupi Compuesta. Um, Uruguay Show, uh, golly gee willikers. Right now, it's Barão Export, which is kind of funny because it's like Brazilian, but Uruguayan, but you know, you know the drill. It's Brazil, Uruguay, that whole thing is weird because Brazil produces the Uruguayan herb. Anyway, so yeah. Um, Brazilian, I think it's still Barão Premium. Barão Premium. Um, Argentino, I think it's um, Rosso Especial. Um, that's what I think. And then, yeah, I think, so that, those are my favorites. Um, and then, is one style more nutritious? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say Brazilian, because it's not stuck in a room for two years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would, I, I mean, the law of thermodynamics, right? You can't, you don't create... I mean, these are the laws of plant thermodynamics, which I'm po- quite possibly now inventing. I just feel like a leaf cannot become more nutritious once it has been snipped off the plant because, you know, it's 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 nothing else is going in it. Everything is just leaving it, right? Yeah, so it's just kind of downhill from there. I mean, that that just that makes sense, right? It's mm-hmm. it's not going to get it, it can only get less. Yeah. So logical. So I mean, my yeah, I would have to say Brazilian mm-hmm. chimarrão because it's not aged. Mhm. Um Whereas pretty much all other mate is aged for, you know, as long as two years. And I feel like I, I have to say, like, if you left something sitting out for two years, I assume the nutrients and minerals are going to start breaking down. So that would be my guess. That'd be my very unscientific guess. And that's it. That We went through those real quick. Oh, yeah. That was it. Cool. So th- thank you, uh, Jordan. Hopefully that answers your questions. Um, yeah. And uh, on that note, I think we will go into the topic of today's discussion. Yes, sir. Which is Canarias. El mate de mi país. <laughs> and that is what we're drinking. Um, we're drinking it in a, in a little baby leather-wrapped gourd um, with hot water. Because uh, that's, that's what you drink it with. Not drinking cold water today? Uh, no, we're not drinking... Oh. Canarias Terere. Got the wrong idea of what we were drinking today. Oh, oh <laughs> that we might have to do that. We might just have to do like a like a Fear Factor episode. Oh my gosh! Where we drink like Canarias with cold water, Barón with cold water, Crupi Compuesta Especial with hot water. <laughs> oh, just a lot of grimacing and. Ugh. We we are we still we we are gonna drink uh the 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 famed Shimahongaushu the brand Shimahongaushu which is quite possibly the worst erva that exists yes uh, strangely enough it's not always the cheapest um yeah i actually paid quite a bit for for the half kilo that i have um so but we're definitely going to drink that in an, in an in an episode coming up um so you have that to look forward to um but that's what we're doing today oh a lot the, of it fell in the wall sorry fell down. that's okay i don't know what happened yeah, oh, it just well. kind of all just blew I'll just rub it right here. Anyway, um, we have told our stories about Canarias on this show before, um, but I thought we could just kind of retell those stories because if yeah. there's one thing I've noticed about <laughs> reoccurring uh, shows about 
Mate is that people don't seem to mind if you just tell the same story over and over and over. Yep. So, uh, Clark, why don't you tell us about the first time you ever tried Canarias? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was a second. I mean, like, when I got back from Brazil, it was the second kind of mate I had ever tried besides Brazilian. I had tried a couple types of Brazilian mate, but never anything besides that. So, um, I got a kilo of Canarias and a kilo of Rosamonte Suave, <clears throat> and I just, just my stupid assumption was that they would be the exact same as Barão Ervamach, which was a very poor judgment on my part. So I got Canarias, and my only, the only gourd I had was a big Brazilian one that holds like a quarter of a liter of water. <laughs> and woof <laughs> yeah so um i filled that that sucker halfway with canarias like i was you know like i learned with brazilian and i prepared it like you know like you would and i just started drinking it and it was gross it was so bitter and disgusting and after like probably three sips i just like couldn't handle it but i wanted to power through it just because um at the time i was working a a night shift. <clears throat> Sorry, I have something in my throat. Um, I was working night shift at a hotel. And so Monte was kind of what kept me awake during the night. And so I was just trying to trying to muscle through it. But I started to get a stomach ache because of how, I don't know, it was just like, to me, it was like acidic. And it was just like really, really, really strong. And... I I probably drink like three gourdfuls during the night and that just like just put me that oh it just it was a huge turn off for me for cana- like the other kinds of mates and canadias yeah it was just too much for me so I kind of put it on the shelf and didn't touch it for a while and then I experienced I experimented with some others and I went back to it and I was like oh, okay yeah it's actually not that bad it has like you know I Experimented with the water temperature and it, I ended up um, starting to like it a little bit more. But I just had to do a little bit at a time because it was still pretty strong for me. Um, but nowadays, I, you know, drink it. Not a problem. It's very yummy. But yeah, I had a very tough time at the, at the beginning trying to, trying to down this herb. <laughs> it, was, it was rough. What about you, Stephen? Well, my experience was actually very similar. Um, I came back from Brazil. I was trying to find a, you know, just kind of a regular source where I could buy um, shimahong. And I bought um, Cruz de Malta, which let me down horribly. Um, and then I saw in the store Canarias. And then on the package, it says Industria Brasileira. Oh, yeah. Or actually, I mean, it says Industria Brasileña, which is in Spanish. Um, but so I saw, yeah, oh, Brazilian. Oh, that must be why. So I thought it was going to be like Clark. I thought it was going to be like Shimahong. And uh, I bought it, opened it, and I was like, oh, that, that's not at all like Shimahong. <laughs> and then, yeah, so I stuck it into my big old Brazilian cuya. Um, which is funny because now I actually could drink it in a big old Brazilian Goya. I like it a lot, obviously. And I, th- I think Clark does too, right? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. For sure. 
But so, I mean, I kind of jumped headfirst into the pool, so to speak. And then, yeah, I, I was like, whoa, okay, I think I'm going to be sick. Um, just because it, it's so not what I was expecting. And it is a very strong flavor. Um, but I was like, well, I, I, I've bought up a, a kilo of this. I'm kind of committed. So I, um, yeah, I started drinking it in a very, very small gourd. Um, I have one of those, they call them the pipe. Um, it's like a, a wooden gourd with a sh- with the bombisha kind of built into it, so it kind of looks like a pipe. But they're really, really small. They hold very little herb. So I started drinking it in that because I found out that once the the herb became kind of lava, washed out, you know, I found that, like, I could take the taste a lot better. So, like, with such a small gourd, the, the flavor would get washed out so quickly. And then I was like, okay, I can deal with this. And then I slowly kind of worked my way up. Mm-hmm. and started drinking it normally and now i really like it um it's not my favorite uruguayan but i always have it on hand and it's, it's really good yeah um, i appreciate it now yeah i think it it took me from the first time i tried out canarias it took me a few months before i even got around to getting a gourd like a smaller gourd that was more suitable for canarias so like yeah while there, I was just drinking a big old Brazilian one, and doesn't wash out very quickly. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yeah, but um, so let's talk about the uh, maybe the flavor profile of Canarias. What's it like? What's the flavor like? Okay. Cool. Um, well, it tastes like Uruguayan mate, and that's yep. it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, bitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, all mates, you know, it's bitter. Maybe not bitter in a bad way, but you know, it's not like it's not like I don't know. It's not spicy. It's not sour. Canadius does have kind of a sweetness to it. It does. Once you kind of get used to the the, the smack in the face that it is, it does. There's like this weird kind of like sweet undertone, and it's got almost like a not spicy, but kind of like a spice layer to it too. It's yeah, almost like it's almost like a I don't know, it's like spicy sensation, but. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's pretty complex. It is very very complex. Um, there's yeah, there's all kinds of flavors going on. Um, and the other thing is, I've noticed that uh, sometimes Canarias, depending on the package that you get, depending on the year, it, it changes a little bit. It does, um, for sure. It not a whole lot. There are there are some kind. There's some brands that change up a lot depending on when you get it, um, which can be kind of troublesome because <laughs> you you know fall in love with one flavor and then you buy it again like a year later and you're like oh this is kind of different but um no canarias it, it, it stays pretty same pretty yeah. similar but i I, I have no i've bought packages that were less sweet yeah i feel like the one i've got now is pretty sweet mm-hmm. um and has a lot of that spice layer where i feel like i have bought other ones that, that tasted a little flatter didn't have as much of that spice um but no it's really good it's very kind of malty creamy um very kind of i don't know it's if you've ever had like um abuelita like mexican hot chocolate imagine that minus all of the chocolate and sweet (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) imagine if someone replaced that with a very very kind of bitter herbal tea (laughs) so maybe nothing at all like abuelita but i don't know it's it kind of reminds me of that that's like the closest thing i can compare it to because even though like it's it doesn't have any other stuff in it it does it almost tastes like it does it does, yeah. Yep. Um, I just had a uh, brain fart. Whoops. Mm. Yeah, no, it's um, it's, it's really rich, malty. 
um I don't know, it, it it like in that sense it reminds me of hot chocolate. Yeah. I mean it doesn't so, actually taste like hot chocolate, no, but it is not at all. It is very, it's really creamy. Yeah. It's very it's, bitter. Mm-hmm. It's very, very it's it's not for the faint of heart, but it, it once you kind of get just get you get used to the just the smack in the face, like I said. There there's creaminess, there's sweetness, there's a little bit of spice. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Um Let's see. Obviously, like we kind of joked about, you drink Canadias hot. We don't drink Canadias cold. No. There are some herbs that go both ways, um, but not Canadias. Canadias cold, like we said earlier, would be a bit of a fear factor challenge. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, even just like preparing it and you know putting the hot water or cold water in to let it soak into the herb. Even just doing that and drinking out a little bit of the cold water is just... Blech. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, oh yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I, for a long time, I actually didn't even like preparing Canarias because of that, like letting the cold water sit and then slurping out the cold water. So what I ended up just doing is just adding like a, a splash or two of hot water to warm it up to... <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. Like, there, would be, there would be times when like I was preparing it like... Um, for my wife and I to drink and she'll hear me like like gagging over the sink and she's like uh, are you okay and I'm like yeah it's just the first little bit of this is really rough and she's like well why do you want to drink it then <laughs> I'm like well the rest of it's delicious <laughs> but yeah no Canadias definitely is a little unforgiving but I it's way good I like it a lot um we can talk about the company Can- Canarias um they are a Uruguayan company obviously because Canarias is El mate de mi país, which is not my país is in Uruguay, but the idea is is it's it's the mate of Uruguay. It's by far the most popular brand in Uruguay. At least that's what the commercial tells me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but um they are the the, the the company is based in uh Canelones, Uruguay, which is about forty minutes north of Montevideo. Um I guess it's, you could call it it's kind of a suburb of Montevideo. But uh, the herb itself doesn't, obviously, Uruguay does not really grow its own herb. Um, the herb itself comes from Rio Grande do Sul in Brazil, southern Brazil. And it is produced by the company Baudu. And interestingly enough, Baudu actually sells herb called Baudu. Comes in kind of a green and white and red package. And I've never had it, but uh, everyone tells me that it is Canarias. That it is basically, it's just Canarias sold in a different package. Um, which I, I think kind of makes sense. Um, if they're growing it, you know, most of what Baldu does is sell kind of the raw material to the Canarias company and they produce it and sell it and blah, blah, blah. But the Baldu company produces a couple of, uh, of their own varieties. They have the Canarita, which is kind of, if you, I mean, that's basically just Canarias in Portuguese. Um, and they have Baldu and then they have another one that has like a blue package. It's like Esmet. Esmeralda. Esmeralda. Yeah, yep. yeah, that makes sense. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Um, I would love to try Baulu to really see if it is exactly like Canarias because I have several friends that have said that. They're like, yeah, Baulu is just Canarias in a different package. So I would love to, to see if that's true. Um, if it is true, that's cool. Oh, nothing wrong with that, I, I guess, it, since Baulu is the one growing it. Um, there are three different varieties of Canarias. There is um, Canarias normal which comes in a yellow package um there's canarias uh serena 
which comes in a light green package. And then there's a, there's a Canaria... I can't remember if it's a premium... Edition Especial. Oh, yeah. Special Edition. Um, that comes in a dark green package. I don't... I wonder if they still prepare... Like, if they still produce this one. I have not seen it sold anywhere. I used to see it. I used to see it at the at the market here in town, but I haven't seen it in a while. So I don't know if they if they don't produce it anymore because if you go on the if you go on the Canarias website, they have it listed, but if you go on the Baudu website, they don't have it listed where they have Canarias and Canarias Serena listed. So I'm wondering yeah. if they don't produce the the special edition one anymore. That would be interesting to know. Yeah. I, I I would love to get my hands on a package, but yeah, just yeah. Just, I mean, hard yeah. To know if because I have I have the the normal and the and the Serena here in house here in house here at my house. Wow, sorry, English fart. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. It I, I I would love to hear if they still produce it, and if they do, where I can get my hands on it because uh, it looks fancy, and I like trying fancy things. <laughs> <laughs> it even says yeah they they. Uh... They age it for a little bit longer than normal Canarias. Hmm. So I, one would assume that it's probably maybe a little smoother, a little creamier. Probably. Yeah. A little less nutritious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, but interestingly, if you look on it, if you look on the website, they have, you know, kind of the, the, the dark green paper packaging. They have like a, a big pile, like in the little graphic, they show like a gourd, a straw, a little pile of herb, the dark green packaging, and then what looks like a Pringles can. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> I, I don't what? know if they sell, it, it's a, it's a two, 250, grams. 250 grams. So yeah, I guess they sell it in like a Pringles can, or at least they did. <laughs> I've never seen mate being sold in a in a Pringles can. Yeah. Or a, uh, or a tennis ball can, <laughs> which is a, kind of the same thing, right? Like the cardboard <laughs> tube. So I don't know. That's interesting. I've never seen. I mean, I've seen mate being sold um, in the paper, you know, normal packages, the uh, the, the vacuum sealed aluminum packages, um, plastic bags. I've seen it, and then I've even seen it. You know, they sell it in uh, in cardboard boxes. Uh, but even but the cardboard boxes they usually have a bag inside the cardboard box, and then I've seen it like the paper packages. They'll stick them inside those decorative. Um, they call them sherberos, which is like the the, the the herb dispenser it's like a can with a spout on the top but i have never seen a company actually just sell gerbil mate in a in a, in a pringles can <laughs> no yeah so, that's the first i've i've never seen that before if they still produce canarias special edition i want to buy it i want to buy gerbil mate in a pringles can <laughs> that's what i want to buy that that new a new <laughs> item for my bucket list <laughs> I'd rather buy four of those Pringle cans than like a normal kilo package. Yeah, like right because it's like <laughs> it, it stays fresher for longer, right? Because you only have to break the seal on one at a time, right? Yep. That, which is exactly uh, in 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 Brazil, they have this saying that the best tasting soda pop comes in the very smallest container. Um, uh, I don't, I don't. They just that's just what I've heard. I mean, I don't know if anyone's told them, but I'm pretty sure it's all the same. <laughs> it's not like they handcrafted in this small little. But that's what I've just I've heard that a lot of people would always say. Oh yeah, like two liter, three liter pop is the worst. The best soda is the ones that come in the 250 milliliter little glass bottles. I'm like, okay, hmm. that's that makes no sense because uh, I'm pretty sure they just 
make it in a big tub and then just put it into big into different sized bottles um but uh, but yeah. i mean but similar to that you know one would argue that if you had a whole lot of mate in little tiny packages that were sealed you could you know keep it fresher for longer because you're only having to open up a little bit right yeah one, yeah. one would think yeah. but assumption uh, but yeah, so if uh, if anyone from the Canadius company wants to send us a couple of those tubes, we would not be upset about it. We would not complain. We would not be remiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, that's interesting. Um, special edition may or may not exist anymore. But yeah, no, I think I think Canadius is interesting because it is. I I would argue the since it's the most popular in Uruguay, it's the most available Uruguayan sherba in the United States. Mm-hmm. But I, it's funny because I, I think we've even we even talked about this on the Uruguayan episode, but it's almost unfortunate because it is kind of the l- most aggressive and kind of least forgiving. Yeah, it's a really harsh mate at first. So, so if you don't know if you're going to like Uruguayan, like, <laughs> Canarias might be not the one to choose. Like, I would say, like, start with either... Um, uh, del Salvador, del Salvador, or even like um, Cabral, mm-hmm. or Sara, if you can find that. Yeah, Sara Suave, um, because even the Canaria Serena, I mean, we can do a, a separate episode on Canaria Serena, but even that, that's supposed to be you know the like the smooth. They blend it with other herbs, and it's supposed to not keep you up. Even that, like, it's still pretty pungent. <laughs> I haven't had that one actually yet. Oh, yeah. Well, I have it here if you want to try it. Let's try one of these days. Yeah, but um, yeah. So if if you try Canarias and you're like, I don't know about this Uruguayan thing, man. You know, if you can find it, try to get Cabral or another one. Get more acquainted with kind of the creamy, malty, toasty notes, and then once you've gotten used to that, maybe go back to Canarias and see if you like it, or just suffer through it, suck it up, and just keep drinking it and you will eventually like it i think if you if if you drink you know half a kilo of the canarias and you still just feel sick to your stomach and you just don't like it then maybe just don't drink canarias yeah. or maybe even Move on. wine depending if you <laughs> i don't know because canarias is is mad man she's she's crazy but yeah um and then i don't know if uh the name canarias it's canaries right it's a yeah there's a lot of uh mate companies that the name of the company is a bird mm-hmm. because yeah. so back in the day when the Jesuits were trying to grow mate on like a commercial level, they couldn't figure out how to get the seeds to, to sprout. They would get the berries, they would collect the seeds, they'd dry them out and they'd try to plant them, but they wouldn't germinate. Um, and then they figured out that the berries had to be eaten by birds and the stomachs of the birds would kind of digest like the hard outer coating on these seeds that were preventing them from germinate from germinating and that so the the birds kind of held the held the secret of mate so i I think that's why so many mate companies their names are birds so like canarias pajarito shimangu uh other ones (laughs) there are others i know um canarita right there's a i know at least in brazil a lot of the kind of the smaller local ones they are names of birds um but yeah, so that's just interesting. Canarias is Canaries, I yeah. think. I, now I now I feel now I'm I'm gonna. I'm trying. I I know of another one, and I just just I can't think of it right now. But um, 
but which would which would be funny because you know the packaging is yellow right yes oh okay hold on so i actually just looked it up so canarias are the canary islands so las canarias are the canary islands so like oh in um what do you call it? Like off of this shore of Portugal? Yeah, off, off, yeah, they're off the coast of Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. uh, they're actually off the, they're actually off the coast of like Africa, but oh. I think they, <laughs> I think they belong. Yeah, they belong to Spain, but the islands are actually off the coast of Africa. Oh, okay. Um, they're pretty far down southwest. But so yeah, but I mean the Canary, were the Canary Islands named after birds? The birds? Uh oh. Uh uh oh. I'm reading the etymology and the name Canary Islands is likely derived from the Latin name something something meaning island of the dogs. Ooh. So maybe Canarias has nothing to do with birds. Maybe I retract that statement. Huh. That's well, interesting. Yeah, I always assumed it was canaries because of the yellow packaging and well, it looks like yeah because i'm reading here it says what is certain is that the name of the islands does not derive from the canary bird rather the birds are named after the island weird interesting so and so yeah and apparently yeah las islas can or las islas sorry speaking portuñol las islas canarias are the canary islands in spanish so i don't know why the uh <laughs> Canarias is named after that. Although looking at the uh, the coat of arms of the Canary Islands, it is actually very similar to the coat of arms on the package. Huh. It is not exactly yeah. the same, um, but like the kind of like the seven clouds. Oh, that's super. That's very similar. Besides the dogs, yeah, it, yeah, uh, it's oh uh, yeah. It's the only difference is that uh, the crown is replaced by what looks like a castle, and then instead of dogs, you've got the little swirls. But I mean, it's pretty darn close. I mean, it's just like a trademark thing. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, so that would be interesting. I would love to do more research because I, I did a little bit of research on the company, but they didn't. Their website's not very good about telling about the company itself. It's more like, so you've decided to import yerba mate canarias. You're probably wondering what does this mean. You know, it's 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 a very corporate website. It doesn't tell, <laughs> talk about like the history of the company. Uh, so I'll have to dig a little deeper and see. But that without that is interesting. I this entire time I thought that it was named to the bird. Yep. But the bird in Spanish is canario, not canaria. Oh. So if it was canaries, it would be canarios, canarios. Oh. But it's canarias, which is the Canary Islands, which okay. are not named after the bird. The bird named after the island. So mind blown. You mind thought, blown. History you, lesson. You thought you were going to be talking about much. We're going to end up talking about geography. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> all bets are off. But uh, going back, it, what I said was true about how there's mate companies that name their companies after birds. That is true. That part was all true. It's just Canarias plays no part in that. <laughs> yes. Allegedly, seemingly. But um, like Shimangu is a bird. Pajarito does mean like just bird, little bird. bird. But um, so yeah, so that part was true. You can still take that to the bank. Just Canarias, not so much. So disassociate. Canarias from what we were saying previously. Um, yeah, no, that's way interesting. Huh. Man. The day I learned. And the true meaning. Of hmm. Christmas or Canarias. 
<laughs> one in the same <laughs> uh, maybe very very nearly very nearly um yeah no so that's very interesting um anything else yeah. you want to say about canarias um no not really i mean it's very good yeah it's... but proceed with caution yeah maybe prepare it in one of your smaller gourds first to see yes. if you like it and if you like it then you can make it in a bigger gourd and let the wrath of canarias envelop you <laughs> i really do like it though i don't know maybe it's i don't know maybe it's maybe it's not as strong as i think maybe there's some people that'll be like oh yeah canarius is super weak man but i don't know i think it's yeah. way strong. i think it's one of the most maybe i don't want to say like offensive but like it's one of the most like aggressive mates i've ever drunk yeah and we've gone through almost this entire thermos and it's still holding its flavor really well and we're drinking it in a tiny little gourd. Yeah, it's um, small. Yeah, like Jovi was asking about flooding the mate. Um, I guess I, I, I guess I didn't do a very good job preparing the mate because I feel okay. I feel like Clark is a bad omen because every day when I drink mate, I always prepare it beautifully. The wall never falls down, and it's always perfect. And then Clark comes over, and then like my mates are crap because like I've never had Canarias <laughs> do this to me. Like not since like I first started drinking Uruguayan. I've never had the wall that completely collapse as quickly as it did tonight. So we we have completely just flooded this this gourd of Canarias. But it's, yeah. it's still holding its flavor, though. I swear, there's like 100 grams of herb in here. There's really not much, but it's still it's still going strong. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I uh, shouldn't come over here anymore. Or maybe <laughs> I should prepare it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because I... I've prepared... Uruguayan mate in the scored many times, and I've never had this problem. And I've seen photos, and they're beautiful. Yeah. well, very well built walls. But, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It's not clogging, so I don't really care. Yeah, it's it's flowing smooth. Um, also helps I have a pretty dope bomba. Yeah, or bombisha. Yeah, I I do, I do like this. Um, it's a it's a uniquely Uruguayan style bombisha that I got from a certain shop of. Uruguayan varieties located not necessarily not in the United Kingdom. <laughs> Udushop, it's Udushop. I was I was I was being tricky and seeing if you would figure it out. But yeah, I got it from Udushop. Um the entire it, both of them are from Udushop. Um easily the best place outside of Uruguay to buy very, very nice Ur- Uruguayan stuff. Indeed. Well, I guess uh, before we go, we should probably talk about the cut a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Forgot to mention that. Um, anyway, uh, no. So Canarias follows the the pattern kind of set. Most most Uruguayan mate is pretty much the same. Um, very small, very even leaf cut. Mm-hmm. Pretty much pure leaf, no stick. Very little stick. There's very, like there's, little, there's like little shreds, little shards, like almost like little threads of stick. But for the for the most part, it's it's pure leaf. Yes. Um, and then a nice, good, healthy bit of dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just enough to give you that creamy maltiness. That. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, like if you if you when you you know put the herb in the gourd and you put it upside down and you shake it, like all that dust kind of comes to the top and it almost like makes like a like a really solid, even soft layer of dust at the top. It's got quite a bit. I mean, which is I think is good. Because it gives it that kind of characteristic Uruguayan flavor, that Uruguayan goodness, that delicious Uruguayan goodness, and uh, yeah, um, 
delicious. It holds its flavor for a long time. Um, and we recommend it if you want to try something maybe a little more aggressive than you're used to. Ding. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh, so yeah, so I think that's going to be all we've got. Yeah. Um, and next week, we're going to talk about a Paraguayan herb. Since we last last week we did an Argentine, today we did a Uruguayan. Um, next week, we're going to do a Paraguayan. Um, a very common herb that you can get here in the United States of Americas, and it is called... Pajarito. Okay, yes. So we're going to be talking about pajarito next week, the normal pajarito, um, because that's the only one I've got. Sorry. Um, But yeah, so tune in next time, and you will hear about an herb that actually was named after a small bird. (laughs) (laughs) The end. Oh, well. (laughs)